You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning. I'm Father Brian Christensen. I'm Karen Kibis. And we are here at Blessed Sacrament Parish on the west side of Rapid City, South Dakota, on this beautiful Friday morning, the Memorial of Saints Pontius and Hippolytus, martyrs of the third century, great witnesses of of reconciliation, of healing, of communion in the life of the church. Um, And we're having a great morning. We are having a a phenomenal morning. A awesome Awesome. morning here on Real Presence (laughs) Live. Um, Yeah, as you said, just before the break, we're going to have a little curveball here. And uh, we're blessed to be joined this morning by uh, Robert Kenyon, uh, one of the seminarians for the Diocese of Rapid City. Good morning, Robert. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. What's your summer been like so far? So, uh, as you guys could probably guess, I'm staying here at the Sacrament Parish. Which I, is an amazing parish, we're finding out this morning. <laughs> an amazing parish, certainly, absolutely. Uh, I arrived in the middle of June, so I've been hanging out pretty much since then. Okay. Yep. Good. Getting my feet wet, following Father Tim Hoyground, learning a little bit here and there. Tell everybody about your amazing home parish. My amazing home parish is the cathedral. <laughs> wow, look the at that. The cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Health. Slip that in, Father. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was there last summer, actually, so I can actually draw some comparisons out, but we probably don't want that information disseminated widely. <laughs> So I'll just leave them to myself. We have a break coming up. We have a break coming up. We can share that. So so tell us a little bit where you are in your formation uh, as as a seminarian for our diocese. Okay. Well, I entered seminary right out of high school. And for men that joined at that point in time, it's about eight years. So I've just finished year seven. And that means I've got one more to go. Diacon ordination is imminent, about five weeks away. And that's where I'll make all my big promises and... I'll be just right around the corner of the priesthood. Where have you had, where have you done your formation? Where have your seminary experiences been? I did four years at Immaculate Heart of Mary Seminary in Winona, Minnesota. That's where pretty much all of our priests here in Rapid City have studied for some time or another. And then after completing there, I was sent to the Pontifical North American College in Rome. So okay. I've been there for three years. So you years. finished three years at the North American College. Exactly. You're ready for the diaconate. Um, when is that? When is your diaconate scheduled for? September 30th. And where is that going to be? St. Peter's Basilica. St. Peter's Basilica. So you're going to be ordained a deacon of the church um, right there uh, above the tomb of St. Peter. That's exactly right. Is the Pope going to do this? Is Pope Francis going to do the ordination? Like, <laughs> does he know, come down? Or you know, what? his schedule is a little too loaded, so unfortunately he won't be there. Uh, but a lot of bishops from across the United States uh, do come, okay. uh, which is a pretty nice little perk. Yeah. yeah. Um, what the... If people were to go to your ordination, are there people going to your ordination, first of all? Yes, there are. Uh, That was one of the things that was actually kind of in the gray zone for a while. We weren't sure because of all the coronavirus procedures and uh, all the restrictions. But we put together a pilgrimage group a few months back. And right now, uh, from Rapid City or the surrounding area, we're looking at around 40 to 50 people uh, will be coming. And then I've got 25 classmates that are being ordained with me and. Each of them has got a group with them, too. Okay. So the number the will be pretty large. the total number will be ordained? Uh, about 25. About 25 uh, in St. Peter's on the 30th. That's right. September. See, there's my September, Karen. There's your September. I'm thinking about Robert's ordinations on my mind, and I'm praying for you, him. It was like the Holy Spirit said, we're throwing a curveball <laughs> at Father Brian. Let's prepare him for September. Lots of curveballs today. We don't want to cut her fastball now. So <laughs> Good. What are you looking forward to uh, in your... Uh, 
ordination ministry as an ordained uh, cleric of the church? <laughs> uh, I can speak to the diaconate a little bit and then the priesthood. Uh, uh, one, I'm excited to be just finally committed uh, to this life. Uh, I've been wearing clerics rum for the last three years, which almost feels like I'm kind of lying to people because they'll come <laughs> up to me and ask for uh, my, to hear my for them to hear my for they want me to hear their confessions or they want me to give them a blessing or they want me to do some kind of counseling with them and it's like hey look i've got the clerics on i know but uh i actually can't really help you in those capacities uh that'll change with ordination yeah uh to the diaconate i'll be able to preach which i'm very very excited about and I'll also be able to celebrate some of the other sacraments okay. uh baptism and matrimony and stuff like that whether or not that actually happens i'll be in rome for pretty much the entirety of my time as a deacon. Right. So I don't, I don't uh, intend to witness many marriages or do a ton of baptisms, but uh, I will have those faculties. Right. right. Um, and then to the priesthood ordination, uh, it's hard to beat uh, the holy sacrifice of the Mass. I'm mm-hmm. excited to celebrate Mass. Um, and as I prepare with each passing day, uh, that's the one thing that I'm consistently excited for. Uh, I really, really want to celebrate Mass. I cannot wait for that. Yeah. What has it been like uh, as a seminary in Rome? Like, why would our bishop send you or send any man to study at the Pontifical North American College? Like, what's been the advantage of the graces that you felt being there? Uh, so that question, uh, I was pretty much asking myself as he asked me to go over and study. Why do you want me to go there? What's the benefit? Uh, yada, yada, yada. Uh to begin, the seminaries here in the United States, I think, are plenty fine. Uh, in fact, I had originally desired to go to them until speaking with Bishop Gruss, our bishop at the time. Uh, and then after having decided to go over there, uh, being there, I can say that I've been really amazed by seeing the universality of the church uh, and being inspired by the way that the church has entered into a particular culture. Uh, obviously, in Italy, like most countries, a, a radical secularization is happening. Uh, but I can still see the marks of a uh, culture that has really been informed by the faith. Um, and I've also come to identify that as my culture, mm-hmm. my Catholic culture, something that's beyond uh, just the local church here in Rapid City, uh, but rather uh, a culture that I've been a part of, whether I've realized it or not, through the communion of saints uh, every day of my life. And walking into St. Peter's Basilica, I can honestly say that, well, this is my church. I'm a Catholic. Uh, St. Paul outside the, uh, the walls is my church. Mm-hmm. As it is every baptized person here in the Diocese of Rapid City. Those are their churches uh, that have been made for the worship of God. Uh, and through the communion of saints, uh, they participate in the sacrifice of the Mass that is going on in those places. And yeah, no, it was a great, great blessing. I mean, the universality of the church. Like, yeah. everywhere is a place for Christ. Yep. And every place is a home for, for a Catholic. And uh, uh, wherever we go, there's always a place to find home there. Um, you know, we were just talking with some of the staff members here at Blessed Sacrament, and uh, Matthew Marchand was talking about this theme for the year of um, Friends for Eternity. Friends for Eternity. Um, you have talked in the past about the friendships that you've made in these years of seminary. Can you talk about the, the importance of friendships and the, maybe a little bit practically... What do you guys do? <laughs> Just sit around and pray and read uh, theological treatises? <laughs> a little bit of that happens. I can't say it happens as much as it maybe should. I don't know. Uh, but in both seminaries that I've attended, uh, I've been enriched by a lot of beautiful, uh, wonderful friendships. Uh, even growing up, I would say, uh, a lot of the friends that I had here in Rapid City, I went to the Catholic high school, 
uh, we're friends for life. But something was really deepened as I entered seminary and I was around guys who were just like me, striving after the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and on one hand, I'm inspired by them, but on a second hand, I've, not that I'm not inspired by them, I'm not about to, uh, to deny that first uh, premise, but uh, I've come to realize myself in them and them in me. Um, that's the old adage about friendship, right? A friend is another self. Uh, and I've come to lean on certain men or, or uh, help other guys. Um, and, and more than anything, really, uh, come to enjoy the fruits of life uh, through a communion with other men. Um, that was definitely the case at Mike Seminary, certainly the case at North American College. And um, I know that you uh, you like to get together with uh, some of your friends, your buddies from seminary. Um, you've been with them this summer on a couple occasions, and I think there's some a time coming up soon. Is that true? That's right. That's right. I've got one buddy from the Diocese of Sioux Falls and two guys from the Diocese of Bismarck. We'll come down. Wow, another later shout this out week. to North Dakota. <laughs> shout out East River. Look at this. What a great show. What yeah. a great show. I mean, for the record, they're coming here, though. They're There's com- something right. here oh. that they're coming to I definitely say that, you know, if you're trying to figure out where you should be and you're it's having. Here. Well, people come to vacation in the Black Hills. That's right. No offense to the Dickinson and Bismarck, but there's not a lot of vacation spots there. I mean, I love those places. Great Catholic communities. Yeah. But I don't know that they're signing up. Where are you going to spend your vacation, honey? Yeah, right? Ice fishing. <laughs> okay, now some people do do that. Just saying, that's right. the, they have that going for them. They do have that. that going for them. But anyway, you have buddies from Bismarck and Sioux Falls coming in next week. They're coming out for a couple of days, and then uh, we'll be in Rome together in three weeks. All right. What's the plans for your vacation? Uh, a couple of days golfing. I'm not a huge golfer myself, but they are, so I can entertain that. You can entertain a little uh, golfing. And then a little hiking. A little hiking. Mm-hmm. Fishing? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. That's not up. Uh, maybe not. Uh, I don't think we will. I, I myself am a huge fly fisherman. I love getting out. Uh, I don't love teaching as much as I love doing it. <laughs> it's, it's pretty complicated and it's just frustrating for the first couple of times a guy goes Where out. Where do you go fly so. fishing? Have you been fly fishing this summer? I have. Where yeah. have you been? Uh, I spent a lot of time in Rapid Creek. Yeah, um, I mean it stretches. Some for fishermen a good... tell me when you know when I ask them where they're fishing, they say outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Rapid <laughs> Creek, fortunately, is like sixty miles long, so I'm really not helping you. A lot. You're really not helping right us a lot. You're not yeah. narrowing the specific it down. holes. You're not going to. But it about. is some good fly fishing out here, right here in town. Yep, right in town. Okay, yep. very good. Where else have you been this summer for fishing? Uh, I had a buddy who was ordained in Billings, Montana. Ah, okay. Which was a very convenient trip for me. <laughs> I was able to fish my way. <laughs> fish uh, your way to Billings and back. Fish my way up to Billings and back, pretty much is what happened, yeah. Well, we're going to make you a fisher uh, of men, fishermen. Um, over uh, this past summer, any kind of insights? We've been talking about Blessed Sacrament and what they've been going to do with regard to evangelization and this big parish festival tomorrow. Any kind of observations uh, from the from the pew? Uh, there are a lot of good people. A lot of good people who are really striving to follow the Lord. And successfully in a lot of ways. Obviously, great, everything starts with grace and the Lord's generous. But it's really been inspiring to be around uh, some young families and some older people who are who are really praying, uh, falling in love with the Lord, and uh, willing to share that. Uh, it's very inspiring for me as I enter into holy orders. Well, good. Well, Robert uh, Kenyon, thanks for joining us. Robert's one of the seminarians for the Diocese of Rapid City, spending his summer here on a pastoral assignment at Blessed Sacrament Parish in Rapid City, and uh, will soon be heading back to, to Rome to be ordained on uh, September 30th at St. Peter's uh, in, uh, in Vatican City. Uh, Robert, thanks for joining us. Thank you. All right, we'll be back after the break. And what do we got, Karen? You, some more of you, and Father Tim. People are tired of me. We, well, that was a given. <laughs>
<laughs> we got Father Tim, pastor of Blessed Sacrament. We'll be back after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 